This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Monday, June 6th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew DeWaskin. Matt, how you doing? Uh, I'm hanging in there. You know, yeah. the struggle is real, but I'm yeah. doing my best. How was your weekend? Busy. Yeah? Anything good? Uh, I chose a new gym. Okay, exciting. Is it because you hated your old gym? No. Was there drama? Drama, no, but we didn't like our old gym. Uh, the problem was it was, like, really, really tiny. Oh, okay. And they had these, these like, guys who would, like, come and, like, train other people. Uh-huh. And they would just, like, take up, like, literally all like all the machines, all the room. And it was, as a member, it was super frustrating. Oh, yeah. So you pay a membership and go there and you literally couldn't use it. Exactly. That's a pretty good reason to leave. It wasn't, like, ridiculously cheap either. It was, like, you know... And yeah, we're paying about half now what we were. But either way, oh, yeah, sounds I, I, like a good move. Yeah, so I, I I told the owner we quit and we moved on to actually a much nicer facility, bigger and cheaper. I I, I only got yelled at by one guy instead of, instead of four today. So ah, well there you go. It sounds like an improvement all around. That's it is. good. Yeah, how about uh, yourself, Matt? I hear you had a busy weekend. I did. I had about a million things going on this weekend. Um, I'm volunteering as a photographer for a comedy festival we have going on all weekend, and a buddy had his birthday at the beach, and I got stuff going on at the arcade, and I had other birthday parties I didn't even have time to go to, and work, and yeah, it's just, it's, I could have filled like three, three weekends with this weekend. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Anyway, Matt, let's get to it. We have to talk about your brand new pitcher on your favorite team, James Shields, now pitches for your favorite team. We talked about this possibility. Uh, what's what's your immediate takeaway from this? Because I I had a rea- reaction. Okay, if it was like any other team, mm-hmm. you know, trading a four A 4A pitcher and a seventeen year old prospect for mm-hmm. you know a legitimately a, a quality starter, even in his yeah. mid thirties, but even still a quality starter, I would be fine with it. Yeah, but the fact that it's the White Sox and it's you know, you're kind of rearranging deck chairs in the Titanic here, I have a feeling. I, my reaction was that they just, they didn't give up anything, and the Padres ate a lot of money. Yeah. A lot of money. The Padres sunk a lot of money to get not that much out of James Shields. They ate, like, almost half of it, you know. It, that it seems like, I mean, you're not worried about Eric Johnson becoming anything, right? He's a, you know, in San Diego he might work out, but. You're not going to miss him. In Chicago, he probably wasn't the right fit, honestly. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the pitcher, he's, he's what, 17, 16? He's not a pitcher. Uh, Fernando Tatis Jr., he's a 17-year-old shortstop. Yeah, he's a, but he's 17. You know, those guys could be something nobody really knows. I don't know. I mean, You're getting James Shields at a pretty good deal, even though, yeah, he's not going to like anchor your staff, but the depth is good. I don't know. I like it. I think, I think it's a... Good move. If, not going to save the White Sox. Not going to turn their season around. But it's an improvement. It's helpful. So if they didn't, if they, if they if they weren't struggling as bad as bad as they are offensively, I would love it. But the fact that the offense looks completely broken and there mm-hmm. seem to be any effort in repairing it, and they're adding a starting pitcher, you know, for a lot of money, so it guarantees next season they're not going to sign anyone. So. Uh, I I understand you're uh, you're being down on it. I, just, um, I don't, whatever, you know, it, it, for me it's whatever, I, I, it's, it's yeah, 
All right. Well, let's. We'll have plenty of time to talk about the the Padres and James Shields. Sorry. Par- pardon me. The White Sox and James Shields probably won't talk about the Padres a ton. Uh, let's go ahead and get into Monday's DFS options. It's a smaller slate. There's ten games, so not not small, but not a full slate. Um, and I had not a ton of options everywhere, but enough. Uh, it's an interesting pitching day. I felt like actually. But um, let's go ahead and get into it. Matt, what are you looking at at catcher for Monday? Well, Dylan, I kind of like Salvi Perez versus Vance Worley. It's it's, it's righty on righty, but Worley doesn't really have a platoon spot, but he's not very good against either side. Yeah, how do we mark the return of Vance Worley to... I don't know if he's returning to the rotation, but he's making a start. Uh, used to be a guy we liked. You No faith in him right now? I, I wouldn't want to say no faith, but I kind of like the matchup for Salvi. Yeah. Yeah, I I think he's been okay out of the bullpen, but in terms of him being a starter, I think it's a okay to pick against him right now for sure. Enough. Um, yeah. So you got Salvi. Who else are you thinking? Like your friend and life coach, Jason Castro against Colby Lewis. I that was the first name I wrote down. It's kind of a tough day at catcher, but but I like uh, I like Jason Castro for sure in that matchup. You would think he can hit Colby Lewis, even though he can be a little confusing. But it's it's yeah. lefty and righty. That's the one side of the plate that Colby Lewis actually struggles with. Yeah, the matchup's good for him, so I, I think that's fine. Uh, James McCann getting J.A. Happ. Yeah, you're coming around on James McCann a little bit. Uh, I, I like Tiger's righties against Happ. Yeah, we talked about him on Friday's show with Eno and with Brad, and they said they kind of liked it, and then there were some tweets from Eno where he had like changed his catcher and from McCann to someone else, and the McCann went deep. And he was like, oh, no, I tinkered away from a McCann homer. <laughs> yeah, he's not a, much of a hitter, but... but yeah, I can see liking the righties against J.A. Happ. Um, it's a, he's been pitching over his head. We feel like that's a tough matchup for him, though. Yeah, uh, I think we'll be talking a lot of Tigers. Yeah, um, who else you got? Kurt Casale versus Robbie Ray. Okay, just the righty on lefty thing? Yeah, he. if it weren't for his abysmal batting average, he'd actually, you know, you, you'd actually like him a bit more, I think. Um, sure. But he's kind of struggling with balls, on, with balls on play against lefties, so he has a low batting average, competent. On base percentage, confident slugging percentage. Um, Ray is really, think, really awful against right-handers. Yeah, they are. I, I think we're... Yeah, he is. Uh, sorry. Ray against the race makes it a little confusing. Um, I think we're coming around on punting at catcher a little bit. I know that's a strategy a lot of people employ, and I'm kind of fine with the cheap options at catcher quite a bit, too. Um, anybody else for you behind the plate? I wrote down Rangers catchers versus Mike Fires. I don't care who it is. They're both right-handed. and You're just you're ready to pick against Mike Fires. I kind of do want to pick against Mike Fires. It was hard to find Rangers to put, to put against him, but I did. Yeah, they're kind of a weird DFS team right now. They I mean, they're not they're not a bad offense, but they're just a weird DFS team. They're weird. Um, I like the guys you had. I wrote Jan Gomes getting uh, Paxton. It's righty on lefty. Jan Gomes has been bad this year. Don't get me wrong. He has not been good, but he has been less bad against lefties, and he traditionally likes lefties. So I could see him uh, connecting one on one against James Paxton. Uh, Paxton was really bad in his debut. And I wrote uh, Yasmani Grandal getting Tyler Chatwood. Uh, I want to talk about Chatwood a little bit later, though, because I think he's a little more interesting than we realize. Um, but Grandal could be just fine. I think he's coming out of a slump. And then I wrote Tyler Flowers getting Christian Friedrich, I guess. The Braves getting the Padres is just, like, one of the most boring, terrible matches matchups, even when, like, there's pitchers to pick on. Like, I don't know what to do there. Mm. So if you want to dig deep, you can try and take care of a lefty. And Friedrich, but I'm mostly probably staying away from that game. Yes, me too. Um, all right, on to first base. I only wrote five names down, which is not that much uh, for first base. I've got six, and I guarantee yeah. we're different on three of them. 
Okay. So, if you want to pick against Vance Worley, the best Royal, I mean, uh, you know, Perez will do fine, but Eric Cosmer should be okay. Yeah. Um, Miguel Cabrera getting J-Hap, if you want those Tigers righties, it'll be just, just fine. Um, I wrote Napoli or Santana getting James Paxton. They can both hit lefties. They'll both be fine. Santana Adrian Gonzalez. What's that? Santana cannot hit lefties. Is that right? He's switch hitter. Oh, that's, that is right. I forgot. Uh, is he having trouble this year or in his career? I know this year for sure. I'm not sure about his career, but I know he's... I feel happy. like that's... You know what? I, I, I believe that's totally true. Yeah, I forgot about that. He's had years where he's done it, but in Carlos Santana's career against lefties... Uh, no, he's been good in his career. Okay, I don't know. I always forget. He's a weird one. Uh, but I believe, I believe you say he's slowed down on him this year. So, uh, part of me is like, it's Paxton. He's been struggling and they like to bat him lead off. But, uh, I, I would take Mike Napoli first. Dude has 14 home runs. Dude's been great. I, I like Mike Napoli, especially in a lefty. Um, I have Edwin Encarnacion getting Michael Fulmer, but he's a little bit interesting too. I mean, that's a pretty tough matchup for him getting the Blue Jays, but Edwin should be fine. And, uh, uh, yeah, Adrian Gonzalez again, Tyler Chatwood. Um, who did you have at first base that I didn't have? You got sneakier than I did. I had a bunch. I had a bunch of cheap options. I kind of like. Uh, I, I kind of like Mark Reynolds against Mike Bolsinger. It's righty on righty, but remember uh-huh. Bolsinger, awful against righties. Yeah, not not good in general. Uh, I'm okay with that. Yeah, he uh, he likes Coors a lot more, but like who doesn't? You know, he's he's been pretty okay this year. So, yeah, I'm fine with that. Um, who else you got at first base? Um, utility man and every man. Steve Pierce versus Robbie Ray. Sure. I have him at second base. We can argue about where he might or might not be, but I, I like him in the game in general. Yeah, wherever you can, wherever you have a slot for him, I, you know. Yeah, he gets Robbie Ray. Robbie Ray is, qualifies. Robbie Ray is exploitable, is the yeah. word. He, he's had issues. Yeah. And so I'm, the, I'm I, I wrote down perhaps the most uninspiring matchup on my, on, on my sheet. Okay. That's exciting. Everton Brett Wallace versus Williams Perez. Oh boy, yeah, that matchup. Uh, it's fine, I guess. I don't know why you would. Again, back to episode one this year of you played DFS to have fun. I guess if you, if you picked Brett Wallace and he did something, you would feel really proud. That would be fun, I guess. But I don't know that I could even bring myself to watch that game. But uh, if you had him, yeah, I'm fine with that. Brett Wallace has a little bit of pop, and they play him, you know, so. I don't know. What is there to say about Brett Wallace? I think we've said it. Yeah, that's it. Um, okay, yeah, so there's options at first base, for sure. Uh, how about at second base, Matt? Where do you think you're going? Second base, I actually like the options I have here. Um, I'm going to start with Ben Zorbrich against Adam Morgan. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, switch hitter on the, on the lefty that's... The struggling lefty. Yeah, pretty much where you want him. Yeah. Uh, except I have DJ LeMayhew versus Mike Bolsinger. Okay, yeah, I'm totally fine with that. It's away from cores, but I still trust these Rockies it's against right, him. It's that ready and ready thing, and I... Yeah. Yeah. Devin Travis versus Michael Fulmer? Sure. Yeah, if you want to pick on Michael Fulmer, that's a fine part of that stack. Yeah, it is. And lastly, I have Jan Kinsler versus Jay Happ. Yes. I, anytime they get a lefty, I am all over Kinsler, for sure. I, I guess, I guess, LeMahieu or Travis would be the cheaper options there. I don't really have anyone super cheap. I couldn't, I couldn't take that. Yeah. Uh, I wrote... I like those guys. Um, I have Jonathan Scope getting Danny Duffy, because, again, he can hit righties or lefties. You're kind of getting the same thing from him all the time. Danny Duffy's finally cooling off a little bit, because he was kind of pretty good as he stretched out. But him being a full-time starter might be tough. Neil Walker gets uh, John Neese. Neil Walker's crushing lefties this year. Uh, So, I mean, he's just been good in general, and we don't really believe in John Neese. So I think Neil Walker would be just fine. 
And then my other one you didn't have is Robinson Cano getting Trevor Bauer. And that's not cheap, but he keeps slugging. And I think, it, you know, my people can hit home. have a platoon split. I'm not worried about it. Robinson Cano's good. And Bauer, is, he's capable of taking Bauer deep. You, you'd have to pay for it. It's not I, I a sharp that, play. I have no doubt that he is capable of taking Bauer deep. I, just, I don't see where the advantage is. Yeah, it's not a sharp play. It's just if you want to spend for the best player, it could easily you know be the best producer. So, could call uh, the, the the Monty Burns rule. Sure, sure. If you want to buy up the best players, um, you got to do it somewhere, and I'm fine with doing it at second base. Third base, I had Chris Bryant getting Adam Morgan. I think that's a, a duh pick. That's fine. Uh, right. If you're going with right-handed Tigers, it's Nick Castellanos is a totally viable part of that stack. He is. Uh, Josh Donaldson get Michael Fulmer. Also, he's a little banged up. He played at DH on Sunday, but if they're playing him there, he, like he can hit, he'll be fine. Um, Evan Longoria had a crazy game on Sunday. It was he awesome, uh, and he could have another one when he gets Robbie Ray because Robbie Ray struggles with righties so bad. So that's good for Longoria. Kyle Seager gets Trevor Bauer again. I'm fine with that. Uh, Kyle Seager is so boring, but also so productive. He'll be okay. And uh, you're probably okay with Nolan Arenado getting Mike Bolsinger, huh? I am okay with Nolan Arenado getting Mike Bolsinger. Yeah, if you're going to Monty Burns it up and, you know, pace somewhere, I think you're probably more likely to want to camp out at third base uh, on Arenado than Robinson Cano at second base. Not that you can really compare him in a vacuum, but it might be the place to, to get the top pick. Um, Who would you have at third base that I did not mention? I have two cheap options that I think you overlooked. Okay, perfect. First is, it, we, we can finally do this again. It, it's a Louis Valbuena day against Colby Lewis. Yeah, he's finally kind of hitting. He's, he, has, he has six home runs against against righties this year, so I think he's yeah. officially back. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I'm into that. I think that's totally fine. Okay, and last, Everton, Jan Jervis Solarte versus Williams Perez. Okay, yeah. I, you know what? <laughs> here's the thing. As much as I keep like going, ugh, ugh, ugh. Uh, I don't think anybody's going to pick players from those teams. I think everyone's going to maybe have that reaction I had. And if you pick Brett Wallace and Young Gervy Salarte and they do things, like, that's net points that other people don't, don't have. I think that's good, uh, good alternate options that there could definitely be runs allowed in that game. You know, well, it's going to be ugly. You know, let's say I, I went up rolling, you know, Eric Hosmer and Ben Zobrist out there. You know, it's probably going to cost me. Yeah. So if you're looking to save a bit of money so you don't have to get the cheapest outfield in the world, mm-hmm. you know, toss, it, toss a Solarte in there. Why not? Yeah, I, I'm all right with that. Um, okay, uh, how about shortstop? I had four names. How'd you do? I had five, and okay. four of them are, you know, I, I'm, I can't get over how deep shortstop is this year. Just looking, looking at these four names, like... The, we're we're definitely guy, in a weird... Guy, afraid of that guy, afraid of that guy. We're definitely in a weird, like, another one of those shortstop renaissances in terms yeah. of young talent again. Absolutely. Yeah. And, 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 but I, I feel like this this time it's deeper, whereas last time, you know, you had Nomar, Tejada, and A-Rod. Yeah. And Jeter, obviously. It's like, don't forget Derek Jeter. How and could you? Now it, it seems like every team has got, except the White Sox, of course, because we haven't had a shortstop in ooh, a while. Juan Uribe? I think that the All Star shortstop we had, or Mike Caruso, won Rookie of the Year, and then disappeared. Yeah. All right. So, what do you think on Monday? What matchups do you like? Okay, I'm going to start with Manny Machado versus Danny Duffy. Yep, totally fine with that. Uh, next on my list, I've got my friend and life coach Francisco Lindor getting James Paxton. Sure, absolutely. He's just keeps hitting. He's going to be one of those guys. And we said that earlier in the season that he's just fireball every day, and it's still true. Yeah. yeah. He, 
he he's a new, better version of Johnny Peralta, who apparently has disappeared this season. Yeah, he's no, he's gonna come back soonish. You know, he'll be around. He's about to come back and uh, join, I, I, I mess up that whole offense. Yeah. Uh, did you have uh, Carlos Correa getting Colby Lewis? I didn't write that one down. No. Yeah, uh, he's been a little bit disappointing. The update I had the other day was that Eugenio Suarez had 13 homers and Carlos Correa had 8. I haven't checked lately, but a few days ago that was the case. So I, I don't look that crazy no. in that sense. Who would have, you know, honestly, I, I, you know, I, I think I had him like ranked like fifth or sixth overall, like in, in my, you know, the few snake drafts I still do. Right. And that and that was my point in my bold prediction was not I hate Carlos Correa, he's gonna be a bust. I'm just like, I don't know if he's a number five or number six right now. Like some run per fly ball was crazy. Like I think he's like gonna be an awesome player. You know, like he could easily be a first rounder in a year or two. I just wasn't quite on there, you know. I don't know. Uh if I have him on a team I'm not trying to sell, you know, and if he's for sale at a discount, like I would buy him. I think he's gonna be fine. But you just gotta adjust the expectations. Um, anyway, I think he's still capable of hitting uh, Colby Lewis. And then I wrote uh, Corey Seager, who won't stop hitting home runs. Just absolutely on fire. He has a lot. He just has crazy <laughs> power. He's 20. I got to check what number he has. I, the tweet I saw uh, was that he you know, might have 20 by the All-Star break. And he's, he's 21 years old. He's just, it's nutty. I, so, yeah, he gets Tyler Chatwood, uh, and I'm fine with that, the way he's hot. I, I, I kind of like the other side of that a bit better as far as the matchup goes. Yeah? You like Rocky side? You like Trevor Story? Yeah, Trevor Story versus Mike Bolsinger, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with that too, actually, because you like the righties against Bolsinger, and that's, uh, yeah, that's going to be fine. Um, any other shortstops for you? Yes. Okay, who do you got? If he sneaks in there, yes. Javier Baez versus Adam Morgan is probably my favorite cheap play of the day. Absolutely. A lot of people don't pay attention to him just because he doesn't play consistently every day, and he has his flaws, for sure. Yeah. But Boomer Bucks guy had a good position, and it's Philadelphia, and it's Adam Morgan. And he's so. been crushing lefties this season. I, that's why they use him. He can definitely do that. I wouldn't be surprised if they get him in there. They're they're smart like that. They yeah, like platoons. It wouldn't surprise me either if he you know, if they, if they were yeah. toss Bryant in the outfield and toss, and toss by as a third base or shortstop. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's a good pick. I like that. Um, let's move on to the outfield. Oh I wrote, top of my list, if he's healthy, he's been a little banged up. Uh, if Yohannes Cespedes gets in against John Neese, go okay. for it. Uh, but he might not be in, but I, I will check that. Yeah. Um, more Tigers righties getting J-Hap. I still can't bring myself to believe Justin Upton, but I'm fine if you want to take J.D. Martinez against him. It'll be fine. Uh, I, I, uh, I may have been there, too, as well. He's, he's back, and he can do damage against lefties as well. He's Back, I like him. He's back. I don't know that I trust him yet. What a weird player! But isn't he? he sometimes he's great, and then sometimes he's like, oh, no, he's just kidding. The, he's had the oddest career. He was like, he was super prospect, and they they. Well, got... Matt, last time we said that on the show, we ended a guy's career a week or so ago. Yeah, <laughs> with Marlon Bird talked about how weird the career was, well, and it, then... was no, it was like the next day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It no, was, absolutely. No, it was, like, no joke. It was the next day. Like, we, we recommend... So now I'm worried about Cameron Maven. Yeah. We, that we don't <laughs> I, do. I hope Cameron has any uh, skeletons in the closet. Yeah. He's fine. Again, I, if you believe in the righties getting the happen, they very well may, then you can take, you know, most guys in, in that lineup that can kind of hit. And Cameron Maven can kind of hit. So, um, I have Jose Batista get Michael Fulmer. They keep batting him lead off, which I think is interesting, but he definitely has the skills to do that as well. He has a lot of plate skills. Uh, he'll be fine. Uh, Nomar Mazzara gets Mike Fires. You like that, I assume? No. Why not? You, you want to take 
Ranger's Cancher against my fires. Why don't you like Nomar Mazara? Both the characters are right-handed. Uh, you're worried about Lefty against my fires? He actually does well against Lefties, believe it or not. Okay, I'm, I'm not worried about it, but I understand. Uh, is there another Rangers outfielder you like, then? There was not. <laughs> oh, no, uh, yeah. no, there was. I did not have any Rangers outfielders, sadly. Yeah. How about... Uh, I wrote, if you want some Houston guys, again, Colby Lewis. Uh, I can go with Colby Rasmus or George Springer. See, again, Colby on Colby part. crime. But you like those? The lefty or the righty? Yeah. Uh, the lefty more than the righty, but... Yeah. I trust George Springer. I think it'd be fine. So we love to pick... Uh, raise righties yes. against a lefty. Yes. But Brandon Geyer's out. <gasps> I know. So Steven Souza's going to be fine. Mm -hmm. Go with that. But, and then it's like, what? Mikey Matuk? Like, it's Souza for sure. I don't know if there's another one that I care that much about, though. What about you? Or where do you think? Accurate. There? Yeah, Souza's the one I want yeah. in that case. Yeah. Um, if you want Mariners, outfielders against Trevor Bauer, I'm fine with that. Nelson Cruz getting a righty is totally fine with me. I'm not scared of that. Cruz there. Yeah, I think he'll be okay. I'm going to go Seth Smith. I think that's okay, too. Yeah. Um, I have Rajai Davis getting James Paxton. I still love Rajai Davis against a lefty. He's totally capable. Mm -hmm. uh, and he's has his hat, hot streaks. He's been good. He's fine. Jock Peterson gets Tyler Chatwood if you want to stack against him, uh, or at least the Rockies bullpen as well. And then I have the Rockies outfielders getting Bolsinger. I know you said Bolsinger struggles more with righties, but it's not like I don't think those left-handed guys can hit him. What do you think? Accurate. Uh, I, I would prefer to look elsewhere, but if, if you were to make that play, you wouldn't be stupid. Yeah. Like it, don't love it. Accurate. It would be fine. Yeah. Okay. Um, Who did you have in the outfield that I did not mention? Okay. I, I kind of like Joey Rickard and Mark Trumbo against against the Duffman. Yeah, um, I love Trumbo against the lefty, for sure. Yeah, both, and... both are right-handed. Both have done damage against lefties this season. Mm -hmm. I like I, that. I, thumbs up to both. I'm the Yankees outfield versus Matt Shoemaker, he, he gets his maker back. Yeah, I was going to I was gonna bring that up. I think he's earned it I back. I think he has, too. He's he's earned his... his he's not he's no longer Shoe. He can be Shoemaker again. Okay, uh, yes. But you still like Yankees outfielders against Yeah, him. They're, they're all left-handed. Or I'm sorry, they can all, yeah. they're all capable of hitting from the left side, I should say. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm fine with that. Just pick the cheapest one. It's probably Brett Gardner. Sure. Uh, next up on my list, uh, I wrote down Trace Thompson versus Tyler Chatwood if he sneaks in there. Okay, yeah. The, the outfield's been kind of weird, but that could definitely... Uh, I haven't figured him out yet, uh, but there's a lot of potential there for sure. It's ready so. on ready, but that's kind of where you want to be against Chatwood, believe it or not. All right. Uh, other options, I have Dexter Fowler versus Adam Morgan if you want to go there. Uh, okay. Yeah, I, he's kind of weird against the lefty, but he's been so good, I don't think it matters at all. Pretty I think it's going to be a ton of runs scored in that game. And lastly, my super cheap option of the day. Okay. Jeff Francoeur versus Christian Friedrich. There you go. That's fine. I said Tyler Flower, so you can say Jeff Francoeur. I don't have a problem with that at all. It's, you're digging, it's a GPP play. You're trying to go somewhere that other people aren't, and that would be it's totally already fine. It's already on lefty. So. Friedrich struggles with righties, but Jeff Francoeur is literally the hitter I would trust. The only right-handed hitter I would trust against him, literally. Mm -hmm. I mean, the best hitter is probably still Freddie Freeman getting a lefty, but you don't want to pay for that in that situation. So, Okay, let's look at these pictures, because I think there's something interesting. Okay. Uh, John Lester gets the Phillies. That's great. He's been good. They're bad. It's going to be fine. We didn't pick any Phillies, if you didn't notice. That's a good matchup yes. for him. Matt, are you interested in a pitcher who, over his past three starts, has only allowed four runs has 31 strikeouts and zero walks, and he's facing a team that is 25th in OPS against right-handed pitchers. He's right-handed. 
Are you interested in this matchup? Pitcher is. Are you do? Yes. Are you interested? Thirty-one strikeouts to no walks, none in his past three starts for Matt Shoemaker, and the Yankees are twenty-fifth in OPS against righties. He's made himself an option. I don't say I love it. I'm not like all in, but like you have to respect the option. I feel like. All right. Yeah. You're, You're right. You're right. If somebody does it, I'm not saying I'm doing it. But if somebody does it, it's totally viable as a pick. It's I don't know what's going on, but 31 strikeouts to no walks is hard to do, and pretty well signifies a change in approach, and it has to at least a bit. You know, he's never been like really wild or anything, but it's hard to do that. You know, and the Yankees aren't that good. The worst part about this matchup is that it's in Yankee Stadium. Like that's the problem there. Uh, but other than that, I. You gotta consider it. It's it's something you know. Like you said, he got his his maker back. He's he's shoemaker now. So, um, and then another one. Let me see. Uh, Matt, are you interested in a pitcher who has allowed only four runs? No, pardon me, one run with a twenty-two strikeout to four walks in his past three starts. Only one run in his past three starts. Good control. That's not much to give you to go on. You don't no, have to that was, that. Yeah, I need a bit of... I was hoping you give us another uh, Well, he also has to face the Blue Jays. It's Michael Fulmer. Michael Fulmer's been good in his past three starts. It's not, you know, Shoemaker good lately, but it's good. So, uh, I'm paying attention. I don't want him against the Blue Jays, but it's kind of the Sabathia thing where I'm paying attention. Sabathia walked everybody on Sunday, but was scoreless again. Like, he... he, he Wait a second. These are the trends you want to be on before second. they're undeniable. Like, you want them after three or four starts, not after eight, where, like, everybody's picked them up and the price has gone up, you know? Can, can so. you tell me which three teams Michael Fulmer did that against? Uh, I don't know off the top of my head. Probably not great ones, Would you though. like me to tell you? Sure. Yes, please. Well, that was not part of my research. Tampa Bay Rays. Okay. May 27th, Oakland Athletics. Okay. Also June, not very good. June 1st, Los Angeles Angels. Okay. So he's, he's handled his good matchups, which is good. <laughs> now he's going to get a tough one. So if so if this one goes badly for him, I'm not worried. I'm still interested. I don't know. Spot start guy. Probably probably don't have the cojones to take him against the Blue Jays though. No, I, I no, I I, I wouldn't. I'm All right, Matt. No. My last mystery pitcher for you is a guy. We're gonna talk about home road splits, which might be telling, but he is four and zero in five starts away from home, with twenty seven strikeouts to seven walks. A 0.53 ERA and a 0.89 whip. And he gets the Dodgers. I didn't look up uh, what the Dodgers are at. Tyler Chatwood it can pitch away from Coors. Early. It's only five starts, but that's an intriguing guy. And the Dodgers are not mashing the ball. They're, they're, not, they're not a pushover offense. But I don't know. Are you going to consider Tyler Chatwood in L.A.? Yeah, I think you have to. 0.53 ERA this year away from home. It's five starts. A whip under one. I. He's always been interesting. I don't. It's it's not the matchup I wanted. If we're in San Diego, it'd be all over it. You know, if he's in Atlanta, great. Dodgers are kind of a little bit scarier, but I don't know. I, between Shoemaker and Fulmer and Chatwood, it's like three guys that I would have not really considered, uh, you know, a month ago. But they're kind of forcing themselves in the conversation. Accurate. Considered. Yeah. Um, all right, Matt. Uh, who else are you thinking at pitcher other than those uh, mystery guys that were not that mysterious? I think the the, the Duffy Worley matchup is a stay away. Yes, I think so too. Uh, I, I love Stephen Metz in Pittsburgh. Yes, 
Pittsburgh has guys that can hit lefties, but I, I don't trust Steven Matz quite as much as you do, but I think he'll be fine. Yeah, fair enough. I don't. I think Friars, Kobe Lewis is a stay away. I, I like Chris Archer, but he scares the crap out of me. Yeah, he's been imploding a fair amount. He goes to Arizona, and I could see it going really well. There's no DH, but it. I don't know. It's a lot to spend on a guy who has not been that consistent. He's really struggled against right-handers this year, and it makes zero sense to me. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Uh, I, I really like Trevor Bauer against the Mariners, especially with James Paxton op- opposite him. So Really? I I like Trevor Bauer typically, but the Mariners have just turned out to be kind of a tough matchup. I don't see... I, you see, he, my thing with Bauer is he doesn't have a platoon split, so that tells me he's almost kind of matchup-proof, honestly. I suppose so. It's still a good team, though, and they do have righties and lefties. I don't know. It's I don't hate it, but it's it's the Mariners are an underrated matchup just in terms of like they could be they could be tough. So um, I'm fine with it if you want to do it. It's maybe not where I'm going. So you're all over picking against Jay Happ. You would not take Jay Happ in Detroit. Honestly, no. I think there's the downside in the matchup for sure because they're mean. There's also the downside in that he doesn't strike people out. So. You know, you're hoping for the best-case scenario there. If he went eight innings, two runs, he might still only get you four or five strikeouts. And that's a really good outing. So I, I'm staying away there. No thanks. Um, the only other name I had in pitchers is Masahiro Tanaka against the Angels, and I'm not scared of that. That's a totally viable one, right? No, I think it's a, it's a great matchup for him. Yeah, he'll, he'll be fine there. Did you have any pitchers we didn't mention? Kind of like Williams Perez in San Diego. <laughs> No strikeouts there. Like, yeah, he's gonna be cheap, and yeah, you can, you're gonna have to really hit with your hitters to make that work. But there's no upside there. I would rather chase some sort of upside with like blank fires going to Texas or something. But that's me. I'm I'm more risky. I, I want the upside more. Could, he could be fine for sure. But ugh, really low strikeout rate. Um. Okay. And then Matt, uh, we actually have a ton of streaming options. Uh, Michael Fulmer that I mentioned in the matchup we don't want. He's 49 percent on. Matt Shoemaker's eligible. Mike Fires and Colby Lewis. Trevor Bauer's there for you. Tyler Chatwood's 44% owned. And then either side of the incredibly boring Williams Perez or Christian Friedrich matchup are also good. Um, I might go ahead and, and feel brave about it and go with Shoemaker at New York. But I would consider Chatwood as well. I figured you'd go with Chatwood. Uh, I thought about it, but uh, I don't know. I trust Shoemaker a little more, which is kind of crazy. It is kind of crazy. Uh, Yankee Stadium. I don't know. The Dodgers scare me more than the Yankees do, for sure. Um, are you going with Trevor Bauer, or what are you thinking? Yes, I am going with Trevor Bauer. Trevor Bauer. I'm, I'm backing up Matt Shoemaker. The 31 strikeouts and no walks is just a stat I can't walk away from. That's nutty. That's hard to do for anybody. Like, that's that's really nuts. Um, okay. That should about do it for us. Matt, you got anything else before we get out of here? Yeah, I, I tell you, I, I, I quit smoking. Uh, you told me you were you were attempting to, yeah. Oh, I, I suppose. Well, I, I'm no longer smoking cigarettes. I I, I switched to vape. Yeah, to e-cigarettes. E-cigs, yeah. I, I tried that. You asked me about it, and I was like, "Don't you shouldn't use the V word because people will make fun of you." And you said, "I'm an oh. old man. I don't care if people make fun of me." I'm like, "All right, that's Accurate. fine." But e-cigarettes, also a corny term, might serve you better. But yes, I don't think anything's a corny or dorky about quitting smoking, though. That's awesome. So far, so yeah. good. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I found the e-cigs to be really satisfying. Yeah, and they still have nicotine, just, like, way less? Uh, same amount. Yeah. Is it just that it has a lot less chemicals in it? I don't know that much about it. You research it, you probably know more than I do. Yeah, it's, it's supposedly, like, not nearly as, as it's not, it doesn't have nearly as many carcinogens as... Yeah, 
So nicotine's still not great for you, but not quite the same. No, with cigarettes, it's not. You know the, you know the nicotine's bad. Oh, nicotine is poison. Yeah, let's not get around that. But it's. I think it's the other stuff that's that, that can cause real gnarly stuff in there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so it doesn't have any of that. Oh, it has a lot less of that. A step in the right direction for sure. That's good to hear, man. No, I, I I found it to be pretty satisfying, and it makes my apartment smell better. Yeah, I can see that too. Well, right on. Good to hear. So I'm not I'm not gonna tell you the you know I, I found a honey tobacco flavor. It's absolutely delicious. <laughs> see, if you talk too much about the vaping, this is when the young kids are gonna make fun of you. I'm warning you. Why? I, I, I can't say that the flavor's delicious. I it's fine. It's fine. I told you it was tobacco, like when. Tobacco. It's not. It's it's not like I'm. You know. It's like you know mango chutney or whatever. I understand, and I don't doubt that it's like enjoyable and a good thing it's just uh i don't know it's, it's uh it's like when hookah was really popular for like a minute for sure i don't know uh i i've never tried either so i i, I have no first-hand experience i'm just warning you about the kids making fun of you when you yell at them to get off your lawn and use your honestly i'm in, in my department at work I'm, I'm one of the oldest people there <laughs> and i'm in charge yeah i i understand so I understand, and again, I'm not giving you a hard time. I think that's the quitting smoking's great. At work, if, if if any of the young kids just had to make fun of me, you know, guess who handles the review? That is also true. They they won't make fun of you to your face at work. At, at least that's my face, which is that's all I care about. If you want to make fun of Matt for vaping or talk about quitting smoking or e-cigarettes, whatever, he is on Twitter at Matt D underscore DFS. And uh, I'm on Twitter at Higgins FOS. And thanks for listening to the show. As always, we uh, love that, you know, our listeners are why we do it. No doubt. So uh, hit us up. We'll be back tomorrow. We're here every day. Good luck with your stacks. Hopefully Chatwood and Shoemaker and Falmer aren't too crazy. I don't know. It's an interesting slate for Monday. But we'll be back uh, on Tuesday. Kind of just looking forward to just watching because... One, there's no White Sox game to, to infuriate me. Yes, you get to you get to be a general fan and not a frustrated yeah, White Sox fan. Yeah, there's a, a lot of intriguing matchups. So That'll be good. Um, all right, so for Matt, I'm Dylan. That'll do it for us. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Enjoy your baseball. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit Fangraphs.com slash fantasy or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs.